I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 66 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about Donald Trump and the Supreme Court. So before I dig into my subject today, I wanted to tell you about a couple of things. Uh, the first thing I mentioned before, I have a new ebook that I've published. And if you're interested in learning how to limit federal power, then I highly encourage you to download the ebook, The Power of No. This is a uh, historical and constitutional look at state nullification, which is simply a process that states can use to check federal power, and to roll back unconstitutional federal overreach. You know, the states were always intended to be a check on the federal government. They were always intended to be part of this checks and balances in our constitutional system. And unfortunately, they have essentially given up this role. And if we're ever going to move back toward a constitutional governance with limited federal power, we're going to have to do some action at the state and local level. And that's what the power of no is all about. I'll provide a link on the show notes page so that you can go download the book for free. And uh, I encourage you to do so. And then the second thing that I've started, I just launched a new website called godarchy.org. And I'll also link to that on the show page. And if you're interested in an examination of politics and the relationship between the state and the church, I uh, highly recommend this website. It's definitely geared towards a Christian audience, so if you're not a Christian, you might not be interested, and that's cool. But uh, if you are, you can head over to godarchy.org, and I'm beginning to post stuff over there along those lines. So today I wanted to talk about Donald Trump and the Supreme Court because people keep telling me that it is imperative that I must vote for Trump because Supreme Court justices. The thinking goes that no matter how bad Trump might be on whatever issues or whatever failings that he might have, he at least will appoint some decent judges to the Supreme Court, or at least better judges than Hillary. And if I don't vote for Trump, Hillary is going to appoint new justices, and they are going to shred the Constitution. Uh, yeah, that ship sailed a long time ago. Look, the Constitution is beyond shredded, particularly when it comes to 
quote-unquote constitutional law that has been foisted upon us by the Supreme Court. This idea that we're going to get some good justices that are going to fix this, well, quite frankly, I think it's absurd. It assumes that the system is fixable, and I just don't think it is. And anyway, what makes anybody think that Trump is going to nominate good constitutional judges? I mean, his own track record on the Constitution isn't exactly something to write home to mom about, is it? I mean, he's talking about spying on Muslims and uh, you know, national police policy uh, involving stop and frisk, and he advocates government-mandated maternity leave. I mean, all of these things are clearly unconstitutional. This man is no constitutional scholar. So basically what these proponents of the uh, Trump, the vote Trump because of the Supreme Court people, Basically, they're saying, I'm supposed to think that no matter how sketchy Trump's grasp of the Constitution is, I should vote for him because he's going to save the Constitution with these Supreme Court appointments. Yeah, okay. Look, Republicans don't exactly have a great track record when it comes to the SCOTUS nominees anyway. I mean, it was a Republican-appointed John Roberts who gave us the fine and wonderful Obamacare decision. Okay, And consider this. Abortion is the gold standard conservative Republican issue, right? Well, think about this. When Roe v. Wade was decided, six of the nine justices on the court at the time were appointed by Republicans. In fact, for the last 40 years, Republican-nominated judges have outnumbered Democrat-appointed judges. So are you going to look at what we've gotten as far as Supreme Court jurisprudence over the last 40 years and say, oh, yeah, the Republicans are doing a bang-up job. Yeah, I don't think so. Or how about this dude, Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals Judge Richard A. Posner, who was a Ronald Reagan appointee. This is what he thinks of the Constitution. He wrote, on another note about academia and practical law, I see absolutely no value to a judge of spending decades, years, months, weeks, days, hours, minutes, or seconds studying the Constitution, the history of its enactment, its amendments, and its implementation. 18th century guys, however smart, could not foresee the culture, technology, etc. of the 21st century, which means that the original Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the post-Civil War amendments, including the 14th, do not speak to today. Did I mention that Ronald Reagan nominated this guy? So here we have a federal judge appointed by the gold standard Republican president telling the world that judges should not even spend mere seconds studying the Constitution, also known as the supreme law of the land. It might be worth mentioning again that this is the document this guy swore an oath to uphold. He takes living, breathing Constitution to a whole new level. And again, I can't emphasize this enough. This is a Reagan-appointed judge. So I'm supposed to have faith that Donald J. Trump is going to appoint the Supreme Court justices that are going to save the Constitution. I'm not buying it. Look, the issue here is not the judges. It's the system itself. Like I said, when it comes to the Supreme Court, the constitutional ship sailed years ago. Consider even a quote-unquote good judge like Justice Scalia. Even he adhered to the bastardized precedent of uh, Wickard versus Fillmore, which 
vastly expanded the Commerce Clause. They all follow precedent. They all follow the unconstitutional things that have come before. So even if they claim to be constitutionalists, they're still going to hold to the court precedent. We're simply not going to fix this by changing out judges. I've used this analogy before, but it's like a broken down car. You know, you've got this car and it's up on blocks and, and the engine is seized up and there's no battery and doesn't even have any gas in it. And you're going to fix it by switching out the driver. Look, the car is still not going to go anywhere. Here's the truth of the matter. The fact that we are so worried about Supreme Court justices shows just how messed up America's constitutional system has become. It was never intended to have this kind of power. I mean, think about it. What kind of system gives ultimate authority to nine unaccountable, politically connected lawyers on the federal government's payroll to determine the power of the federal government? Do you see the problem here? I'm going to steal an analogy that Tom Woods often uses. Let's say that you and I are in a dispute, and I suggest that we bring in an impartial third party to settle our differences. My mother. Would you accept that? I mean, my mother is a wonderful person, a lovely lady, very fair. She might side with you. Maybe. Look, the Supreme Court's not going to solve America's constitutional problems. It's a huge part of America's constitutional problem. And voting for Donald Trump simply because you think he might give you a good judge is no strategy for liberty. You need to find a better way. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And make sure you send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10th Center.com. And if you haven't done it already, please head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you next time.